Welcome to the Wiseman Say Reaction Show. Sunderland are top of the league for the third week running, counting the international break, with a t- after a 2-1 victory against Agarine Stanley. I'm joined in the Harbour View by Michael Loff. Hello, Michael. How are we? Hello. I'm, I'm giddy after that. I, f- I feel like... It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Like... like- Obviously, it feels a little bit strange because we've beat Accrington Stanley to one reality, and it is hard sometimes to separate like the, the name of the team from the actual like what you see on the pitch. If that yeah. makes sense, so you think it's Accrington Stanley, you, you, necess- you think we're going to be like a bunch of like cotton mill workers who just like rolled out <laughs> to play on the Saturday afternoon. But you know, they're not a bad team, and in fairness. They were kind of like the stereotypical League One team we struggled against since we came down to this league. But every trick in the boot, kind of like shithousery from the first minute, kind of. They were like at every opportunity fouling our players, but then they were going on like six form prefects, like going down, like kind of bleating on the referee every time we made a challenge. So it's really refreshing to see us kind of stick to our guns and overcome that and get a deserved three points because I think on another day we could have had another couple of goals. Uh, well, I would, I'm just going to come on to that. What I, what I would say about uh, Accrington is. They were enormous. Mm-hmm. They're one of the big, and, uh, like uh, obviously that's what you mean in terms of the sides we've struggled against since we came down. But physically, they were massive. And I thought the goal aside, we dealt with that reasonably well at the back. We did. There were a few unnecessarily nervy moments, but I think it's a balance you've got to strike when we're trying to play this new way of football. With Callum Doyle, you've got to accept he's 17 and he's here to make mistakes and he did make a mistake today, but then Sirkin, to be fair, bailed him out with a tremendous goal line clearance that was right in front of me. And that oh, was, was just, that Sirkin who cleared yeah, that? Yeah, I, I think it was anyway, but it was absolutely superb. Um, I think the, I thought that they kind I of... I thought it was Richard headed it <laughs> <laughs> He didn't see it. <laughs> I don't want to be kind of like too negative after we've just played really well and won and like I say I'm feeling really positive but I think that the goalkeeper maybe didn't help with the nerves today because he kind of came for some stuff he shouldn't have come for and then was rooted to his line for some. I was really impressed with his like ideas with his distribution at times so when he kind of like picked out Stuart with a throw in the first half that was really good and I like him from that perspective but I think he needs to find his feet and kind of like learn like when to come and when not to come which will happen in time but I've got to be fair if that was Lee Burge doing that I'd probably be hammering him right now No I agree I, I, I thought look it's his first game he's, he's just been thrown into the team he did look very much like almost an emergency loan goalkeeper I think like, yeah, full went, of a Man City vibes Yeah very much like Desperate to try and almost impress, maybe. He, um, he played like as if he was like a trialist at a club, and he's yeah. like trying to overcompensate. Right. Like, sorry, my glasses fell off my head. <laughs> No, um, but no. Anyway, to move on to more positive things. I think um, our intent was excellent today. The way we got on the front foot and like our chance creation was really good. We, I mean, Ross Stewart had that one-on-one with a goalkeeper. We've done the right thing by trying to round him. The keeper's actually done really well. He there. did do really well. I, that was right. That was right in front of me. Um, and you'd see, he kind of Stewart made it maybe a little bit easy for him. He didn't kind of disguise the fact that he was going to put it round him. But the keeper didn't go down, and he, he kind of. He made himself big and he, he made it, well, just like a, an op, an obstacle that, that he couldn't get around in the end. He should have just lifted it over him, I thought, but hey-ho. Um, no, I, I thought I thought generally, though, um, I thought we you touched on it uh, in, the, in the intro, really. We could have won 6-1, to be uh-huh. honest. Like we, I thought Embleton was, was excellent again. He just he had a couple of chances. Um, the one just before he went off, he probably should have got his shot away a little bit quicker. Um, same with Gooch in the first half, dragging that across the face of goal. Lovely ball through from, from Embleton, actually. If we'd have taken our chances, we would have been out of sight. 
and them nervy moments maybe wouldn't have happened. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, they scored completely against the run of play. I mean, Dan Neil Bat is a wonderful goal, oh, by the way. He's absolutely fantastic. He's just a tremendous footballer. Like, it's one of them, obviously, maybe he just wasn't ready last season, but you think we've had him at the club over the last year and we've not utilised him because he was absolutely. what we have played. Exactly, it? kind of like slow ponderous. But this is what I like. I mean, say what you want about Lee Johnson, but this is kind of like a, like a brave new Sunderland. Maybe he's kind of like overstating it. But I do think we look to like get on the ball and we play with like real positive attack and intent and some of our little combination play like you say to carve those openings and getting behind teams I mean that every goal I think we've scored recently has been a really good goal like Winchester's goal like oh, that, that, that ball by oh. McGeady and then as soon as they fell at Winchester, he's a midfielder playing right back, yeah. and you just knew he was going to score. It's in, isn't it? Like, you knew, yeah. It's one of them. Like as soon as the ball goes to him, like you're off your seat, aren't you? Oh, yeah. And you're like ready yeah, for yeah. it at the bulge. Um, I tell you what, I was off my seat in the first half when he hit that with his left foot. Oh, I didn't half catch it. I don't know how close it was, but it was at the other end of the ground. I was like, it, it, he fucking it, caught that. It, it's one of them. You go from what's he doing to bats into. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in about like five seconds, but like. No, but I just think in, in general, like it's really, really encouraging. And to be fair, the last 10 minutes, I think we invited a bit of pressure on ourselves. And I don't know where you stand on like the bringing Bailey right on every I week. don't like it. I know Gareth had put in the chat just then that he doesn't necessarily like it. I'm inclined to agree. I think it invites. I think it invites pressure. And I think it kind of for me sends like a statement to Appleton and Stanley that we are like now sitting in and we're accepting what we've got but on the other hand like when we did go 2-1 up and at 1-0 we kept on the front foot we kept going we kept pressing and like it's honestly like we're, we're so brave and so good on the ball now it doesn't come off every time but when it does come off it's absolutely fantastic which is why I'm not going to hammer them for giving the ball away when they're trying things like that I don't mind giving the ball away no you're right and I think that's going to turn you know we are going to lose games playing yeah. like this but we're not going to draw like 20 and that's, like, and that's been what's cost us and, yeah exactly so I think look I've, it, we've played six games and won five and it's a fair, I think it's our best start someone I, I might have read this wrong our best start for something like 96 years <laughs> we've won our first four home games for the first time ever I think and, and, that, and that's crucial I think um I know maybe it's because we haven't been able to go for a year, but I think like the ovation they got at full time was like it was, for, fully, deserved. It was fully deserved, but it was like really like it's quite mad in the way that like, you've won you've won a game in League One and like there's like fans ten minutes after the game staying behind like kind of cheering them off and but this is it like was top there's a lot of talk about like when things go wrong what our fans can be like and fair enough you've got to take that on board to a point but the, the reverse of that is if we get anything to get behind then that is like the kind of ovation that they get and that's like the kind of buzz and I think if we can get that unity between like the lads giving us performances like that on the pitch and we're getting that energy like off the pitch in the stands I think it is really hard to stop some of them when we get on a run like no, that No it is when you've got that crowd behind you which they're going to have behind them because of the way they play I think you tweeted uh, something about get, just playing on the front foot just makes a huge difference yeah. to the atmosphere on the ground you can see what the team are trying to do you can see what it's not going to work every time you know we'll be frustrated we'll have days um, where we lose and you know it doesn't come off and we are going to absolutely hammer somebody this season oh, so we're, we're, someone is going to get a pasting because there, there will be a game this season where we're 4-0 up at half time and the way that we play, we won't stop. No. We will keep going and, and keep and, and going. And I think that's having like the youth and the enthusiasm and like the energy throughout the team. And as it's well. having the fringe players as well who'll then maybe come on desperate to impress. Exactly. If we can get a lead, but there there will be I would I would bet I would have a charity bet that we will score eight goals in a league game this season. <laughs> We're talking like I know we scored seven that day, like Oxford under Peter Reid. Yeah, I'm not getting carried away. Look, we've played 
played. And I, yeah, I've, I, well, I, I might, but look, I was critical of the manager last season. I, I, it's fairly well known that I was. I, I, I thought the end of last season was a, let's be honest, a disaster, really. Oh, it was. And it was a failure. And, and as but, I say, until until he disproves his streaky league reputation, this you've is got it. to be mindful of this it. This is it. It's but, brilliant while we're winning. And, and that, but what I hope is, if we do lose a game, this style of football continues. And we have lost. We, we lost a bird. Exactly. And I think that's what's been really pleased. It's never good to lose a game, don't get me wrong. No. Nope. But the response has been absolutely It has. Fantastic. And there's nothing for me, you know, I'm not going to go on about it, but I, it's nothing from, uh, there's nothing but praise for Lee Johnson from me at the minute. I think, you know, I think a couple of things you the, the, you've mentioned the Bailey Wright thing I, I yeah. don't necessarily agree with it I can see why it does it I just don't like someone going into the back line with 10 minutes to go no. I think it just causes panic and chaos chaos yeah and that actually benefits the opposition yeah. sometimes I can't see the rationale when you've got kind of like a young centre half on but Flanagan's there to kind of talk yeah. through the game he's suspended now by the way but I mean to be fair who would have thought that would be saying that's bad news that Tom Flanagan's well, like suspended we might as well forfeit next week <laughs> but he's been he's been really good this season as well but like you commented earlier other clubs in this league do not have the options off the bench that we do well we've like, got Alves Bailey Wright to bring in yeah and like this is like Bailey Wright who was like the club captain at a championship club like not so long ago you've got like Alex Pritchard I don't know what people's opinions on him are but he cost £11 million not too long ago <laughs> coming off the bench and it's like people were kind of like some people I get it were a bit annoyed when Hume signed a new contract but like I pointed out on Twitter the other day no other club in this league is going to have a backup left back as yeah. good as Denver Hume I'm not annoyed with that I, at all I'm delighted I, I think it's a good I think you know you look at that team today and you think well the way, the way we play if Hume a fit Denver Hume playing in that team would cause mayhem he would but what, what I'm really pleased about as well is kind of our better performers over the last two seasons are now standing out as being painfully average. So yeah. I, th- I think so, for example, like Luke, well, nine people have different opinions on him. I didn't think he was very good today. I think he's been rubbish most I, weeks, I, I to be honest. I thought he was crap today. Because, he, again, he's busy, he got around, but that's the thing, is can't you feel like you're almost being a bit condescending, like, oh, he tried hard. But there was a point, in the, I think it was the first half. He where makes brain dead decisions. Well, he does, and there was a point in the first half where he's running through with the ball. Again, I don't want to get bogged down with things that I'm going to criticise. He's running through, he just never has the ball under control. No. Like and then he's played a terrible ball through. Whereas Dan Neal does that, yeah. or Embleton does that, and that while Embleton did exactly the same, and fed Gooch, who put it wide, he should have he should he should have done better. I just don't. For me, look, I'm not going to go on about it because I've said it enough, and you know my feelings on Lugo Nine. His best work defensively. Yeah, he's a that. defensive footballer. And it, but there's no, there's just no place for him in that midfield for me. I just think he's no. It's it, because with all nine, I think kind of. He kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit. I know it's going to sound really weird by being such a jack of all trades. Yeah. Because now I look at it and I think, right, what is he? He's not a, he's not like a centre attacking midfielder in the system where you play. Because because we're not going to get knockdowns off Stewart because that's not the way we play. He's not. He's not good and, enough to do. He's that. not, and all nine's not going to get in behind on the turn like we've seen. So then you think, right, is he like an orthodox centre midfielder? Well, he hasn't really got the range of passing to no. do that. And then you look like centre mid, like centre defensive midfield, and Corey Evans plays that role so much better than him. Yeah, he does. And so he's a really good man to have in the squad, I think, because if you do have an injury, you can play anywhere. Yeah. And, and I think he well, do, and, and he does a reasonable job everywhere. Look, I'm not saying that he's crap or anything. All I'm saying is, what? go on, say something outrageous. Say he's crap. <laughs> no, I'm not being stupid. But, but honestly, though, like, I just. Um, 
uh, like you said, you look at the footballing brain on Dan Neal, who's like 18, 19 years of age, it's straight ahead of like Luke 09. I just think... Like the, the composure that Dan Neal showed, like not for the strength, because that was like a really good bit of quality, but to get the space to allow uh, him to get the shot off. It was just like time stood still. Yeah. Whereas 09, everything he does looks like rushed, he looks at full pelt to do everything. It's 100 mile now. For me, look, we signed 09 as a centre midfielder, and that's what he is. You know, if, if that's what he wants to be, he, he clearly doesn't want to play right, but he's not going to get in a right back now anyway, because Carl Winchester, who we are. I just like to say, I started the very lucky to have Carl Winchester <laughs> thing um, in my kitchen watching some terrible game last season on the stream. Um, and we are indeed very lucky to have Mr. Carl Winchester. Extraordinary lucky, I mean. It's, it's one of them, like, I feel a bit silly because in the pre-season we were all saying, like, oh, Carl Winchester right-back, that shows what we're down to. Yeah. But, like, I never knew he'd played there before. I didn't realise he played there And, well, and that's yeah. ignorance on my, be on my behalf, to be fair. Under Lee Johnson as well, I believe, uh, isn't he? Oldham. Yeah, and he, I tell you what, he's looked absolutely excellent because he's got all the physical attributes to be, like, a good full-back. Yeah. But, like, his energy, um, the way he gets forward, the runs... I mean, the run he made for that goal... I absolutely was, love that. It, it was, like, kind of the understanding between him and McGeady yeah. was absolutely fantastic and you saw the link off of the goal. And as you say, the ball goes to him and you think goal straight away. And it was a few times today where we carved them open like that. And for me, like, you can have, I'm not one that, like, sits and looks at, like, shots on target, actually. No, no, no. But it's all about, like, the quality of the chances you, we create. Like and, we, a, yeah. and a day we created, like, lots of quality chances. Yeah. It's not just speculative shots. So, like you say, if you keep on doing that, you keep on doing the right things, eventually you are going to put a team to the sword. The only, that is the only frustration today is we've only won that game 2 1. Look, they had they had moments. They had they had the, they had their chances. I'm I don't want to talk about them because I find them incredibly annoying. I, I thought I, the referee was appalling. Yeah, we've got that reverse snobbery thing happening in Stanley, like yeah. really really bad. Because, I mean, Andy Hull's probably on Twitter now, kind of like praising paragraphs, Hull, but, paragraphs from him. Yeah, like Walls also having like little digs about, oh, about, about, about. I bet you, I bet you, if you look, if you like look at Acton and Stanley Twitter tonight. You'd probably see lots of like Sunderland fans celebrating like we've won the World Cup, yeah. kind of crap. Yeah, that sort of stuff. That's yeah, the yeah. thing we can't win. If we if we kind of just shrug our shoulders and say it's Arnie Atkinson Stanley, we're it's arrogant. Disrespectful, isn't it? And then if we yeah. celebrate like that because we're relieved we've won the game because our performance merited it, yeah. then suddenly it's always pathetic in small time because it's Arnie Atkinson Stanley. No, you're right. I, but, I agree with you. But but for me, it, it doesn't matter. Like I, I couldn't care about any club in this league apart from Sunderland and getting out of this league. And yeah, to be honest, like we've not been able to go through over a year. Like we've um, we've had like very little to like celebrate over the past few years so when you play football like that you're excited to go to the match oh well wait I was saying before the game to I met my uncle for a pint before the game and it was like whoa what this man it was like oh great the match I, I went go I mean great. you look back I think um, what Craig Clark and um, done the parker years <laughs> the parker years yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like how many like how many years in like one's a parker year or something like that yeah but um but no, it's great to kind of like feel that natural enthusiasm again. Like, and as I say, like I said, I said to my dad like at half time, I said, look, like I understand, like it's really annoying that goal. But I was like, even if if we keep on playing this way and we aren't quite good enough to get the win, I'm not going to be angry at them. I'll I was annoyed that we conceded a goal like that. It was just frustrating. It was. But I never doubted that we wouldn't win the game. Yeah, same. And I think you sense that from the crowd now. Like when we concede, there's not like a panic that there used to be. Yeah. There's not like off oh, the fuck's sake, we go. It's just like an annoyance, really. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a two, it is a blip. Yeah, and it's kind of like, right, come on then lads, let's get back on like let's get back on the front foot, let's like go off of them. And as I say at the minute it just seems as though there is like that like real kind of like unity and I'm not one of these, I don't want to be like sycophantic and talk about all yeah. like my club and all that and the other, but there is a large element of that, you know what I mean? When kind of like as I say, when the fans and like the players are kind of like as one, it, it, it does create like that. a siege mentality really. It it, it, it definitely does. And like I say, like um 
the, the ovation they got I mean I wasn't at the Wigan game but by all accounts at the end of that game they got like a real really good ovation after that game and again it's very deserved though. and as I say if you're like Hoffman and that's your like debut of the day and you've been playing for like Bayern Munich reserves and then you come off a full time you see that atmosphere from 30,000 people and people on the ground 10 minutes after like full time like singing that's got to give you such a lift and like if you, as I say like the likes of Carl Winchester who played for Oldham and Forest Green Rovers like, that's got to inspire you man when oh, you've got like it, the crowd like, up behind it you has to. I mean it, it, look these, these these players have come from it, 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 but it, it, it we've had this when we came down where the, this was the biggest club these players have ever yeah. ever played for and a lot of them were kind of overawed by it I think and like not they were kind of weren't buoyed by it it was almost like I've made it yeah whereas this is like no like it just feels a little bit different this season doesn't it I mean we have said this before as well man that it feels different because does, of reasons but it does no I agree it does it feel, does a, feel a little bit different it's, though there's a younger squad it's a exciting to watch yeah. it's the players are very they are a t- they are a unit yeah. they are a, we, I mean obviously we had that 15 game unbeaten run last season but I don't think bar the Doncaster and the Portsmouth game I was really infused by kind of like the way we played no, we're, I thought the Portsmouth game were excellent. Oh, we were. That was the one game last season where I thought, right, I really love what like Lee Johnson trying to do, and the same against Doncaster. But as I say, in fairness to him, like there was a lot of like last season when we tailed off towards the end really badly, and the way we like went out in the playoffs, he was kind of like, oh well. I'm not saying I want them out, but had he been sacked in the I summer, I wouldn't. Have, have, I, 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 I probably wouldn't, would have sacked. I him. wouldn't have done, but because I, I think he would have sent like a bad signal from the owners. But I wouldn't have exactly mourned if we did. And now look at it; like he's had the pre-season to work with the squad, and obviously he's doing the right things on the training ground. Yeah. And no, he's kind, and he's better than this. Um, like we're playing this really, really good because, like I say, it's been really interchangeable all season, regardless of whether it's been the league of a cup. We've played the same way, and it's really, really encouraging. It doesn't matter who plays either; no. it's the same ethos to our and, team. And you look, at, you look at the day. Like I know, like I'm going to use them as a yardstick because we did in pre-season when Ipswich were making all these signings and they had Paul Cook as manager, Ipswich. and we were all kind of like panicking, saying we should be doing this. And I've got like Paul Cook, and he's just a mere manager in League One. Tell you what, got B five two today at home against Bolton. Well, that's them. No wins in six. Now. No wins in six. It looks like that. It, it really, and they've got like a lot of players who obviously aren't bedding in. And it, it is one of them. Like that could very easily be us. So it could I, easily go south for them, but. I mean, it's one of them. Like, uh, look, I'll hold my hands up fully if we get promoted in May. Like for now, kind of obviously, like I'm delighted to have been proven wrong, but I just hope we can sustain this. Like, I'm the same. Look, I, I'm the same. I, I wasn't a fan of Johnson last season. I thought the end of the season was poor. I'd have sacked him and replaced him with Joe Royal. I probably still would replace him with Joe Royal. Oh, let's be honest. You uh, replace anyone with Joe Royal. Absolutely. I mean, well, the, the Royal family replaced with Royal. <laughs> just, just Joe. Well, we, well, on the note of Joe Royal and laughing at Ipswich, um, that's probably it, really. I'd, I'd say. Do we need to talk yeah. about anything else, or can we go to the bar now? Um, I'm about. Yeah, I've only got about a third of a pint left, so. Oh, uh, we've, we've we've done we've done well here. Eh? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Just uh, two. Just ten. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they did used to be a podcaster to join us, but I can't remember his name. No. Well, written um, off for him. Uh, the lads will be back Monday, I mean Tom will be back, uh, I don't know, whatever day it is, I'm still on holiday so I don't really care, um, but yeah, thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for listening.